That's awesome. <laughs> all right, mate, we've got to do an intro here. So uh, if you fuck it up, this is what's going to happen. One right? take Tony. That's right, what they call it. One take Tony. Ask hey his there. wife. Hey there. This is Taz. And I'm Jai. And you've stumbled across the Pub Ammo Podcast. The Pub Ammo Podcast is an escape from the everyday grind, all you hard-working sloggers encounter. With a bit of facts and a knowledge and a shitload of, you might have to Google it, we've got you covered. So if you like pub stories, folklore, plus getting out fishing, hunting, just having an all-round go, we've got the podcast for you. Plus we're selecting some interesting guests to yarn with that'll fill your ear hole. So if you listen to Yarns with Az and Taz, or the Taz Yarns podcast, you'll know what to expect. But if you're a virgin like me, hit that subscribe button on your podcast app and bloody well hold Hold on. on. See that? We put pressure on ourselves. We fucked this up like five times, but we but got it, it now. It sounds good. It's confidence. Look Even at if that. You say something wrong. Fuck yeah. With confidence. Yeah. No one notices. That's right. No one has a fucking clue. They're still listening. Story of my life. They're still listening. Memo, mate. Hey, bloke. How you going? Good. You? Oh, mate, I just swole. I'm swollen now. You're swollen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm a bit sore too. Back in the gym this week. Yep, we actually touched <sighs> my home gym. Oh. Blew the dust off it. I'm sore. <laughs> I'm sore three days in. I tell you what, walking like a rape victim. <laughs> a bit buckled at the moment. It's got to be done, though. I'm having oh. trouble keeping up with my kids, so I've got to do something. Yeah, doms. Do- oh, mate, the delayed onset is the worst. <laughs> It's the worst. How come it's two days after, not the next day? What's that lactic acid build up, isn't it? But you think, wouldn't the next day be the worst? <laughs> well, yeah, I got it, eh? Us blokes are slow learners. Maybe it just takes a while for it to get to our heads. The Old, older you get, it's like four days delayed. <laughs> oh, no, it starts after two. It just hangs around for an extra four. We'll put it this way. I did CrossFit for like probably four or five years. Yeah. And I never had a day without DOMS. Yeah, <laughs> I've never, I've never gotten into the CrossFit thing. I, I, I understand it. I get it. I also understand why um, physios love yeah. CrossFitters. <laughs> There's so many different. Because you're pushing yourself to failure pretty much. That's time. right. Yeah, and absolutely. There's so many different muscles you're working in yeah. one one outing. Yep. <laughs> well, it's a fatigue factor, but yeah. then it's also the skill set that you need. Because mm. a lot of those Olympic lifts, they're Olympic they're Olympic lifts. <laughs> it takes a certain skill set and amount of technique to do those things right. And I, I've always thought, you know, when people are working to fatigue and then trying to do a, a, a clean and jerk or a snatch or a dumbbell snatch or something like that, oh, that's a recipe for disaster, isn't it? <laughs> well, I had a footy coach that pretty much used that to to make us – we won the grand final. Yep. He used to make us run for like two hours and then say, all right, boys, here's a ball. Let's let's go through the movements of what we need to do this weekend. Yeah. So yeah. you're working fully fatigued, so your brain's working at its when, while it's fatigued. It's not working while it's – And that's the emphasis. Yeah. That's why so many of these NRL, AFL teams, that's why their uh, pre-seasons are so hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like hard. they're hard, 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 hard. I'd be dreading and be like you play the football season and you're like, fuck, I see it. It's – Oh, you can understand. You can understand Shit. why so many of them don't really dial off in the off season. Mm. They all, they keep training. Oh, you can't you because dial off. no, absolutely. Well, you, I'm mates with Ty Williams. He used to come back here, and they used to do skin folds on him. And during the off season, and if you had certain skin fold when you went back, you got 
in the fat camp, you had to go and do all the extra, Absolutely. All the extra sessions and stuff. But you know what? When you get paid half a million dollars a year to play a sport, <laughs> that's what you sign up for. You've got to be peaked. You've got to be peaked. You've got to be at your upper echelon yeah. of everything. But yeah, the, the, I've never done the, the CrossFit thing. Over the years, I've done a lot of training and a lot of exercise and that sort of stuff. And we used to do a lot of high intensity stuff back before it was called CrossFit. Yeah. It was much the same stuff though. Yeah. You know, groups of exercises done until you fail. <laughs> Have one minute off, do it again. And don't get a medal. <laughs> and don't get a medal. Don't get nothing. Just We used to just get sideways looks from everyone else in the gym going, look at these dickheads. <laughs> doing cardio, bro. They're not even going to look <laughs> good right. at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Walking on a treadmill with a 20 kilo plate in each hand Like a proper knob oh. Anyway, too old for that now More along the lines of Jane Fonda and yoga and that sort of thing <laughs> Well, you had a bit of a You were telling me, Savi had a bit of a run in um, With the followers While he was doing his, taping his exercise Oh <laughs> yeah, it's this whole It's this whole new it's, I guess it's the whole social media thing And I don't get it Because I don't do the social media side of things I don't I understand it I will never get people who Tape their thing and just Yeah like if you're an if you're an, a professional athlete and you've got to do video sessions and, and to get critiqued, to, to, yeah. <laughs> but usually you do your video sessions with your coach. You know he's the one critiquing it. Mm. I understand completely. That's that's what you sign up for. But the average Joe down the gym <laughs> recording himself. So this bloke was doing a he was doing a, a shoulder press or something like that, and I didn't even see his phone because it was tucked up under the the dumbbell rack. You know you had it leaning up against one of the. The bases of the dumbbell rack, and I went to grab a set of dumbbells, and I knocked his phone over. He, he and he, you know, he, oh mate, watch out, the phone's there, and I couldn't even see the phone. I had no <laughs> idea what he was talking about. You know, I'm looking around, thinking, well, where, you know, or oh, down there, you kicked it. I said, oh, sorry. Yeah, well, you, you got to, you know, keep an eye out, mate. Some people like to record their their workouts, and I, I looked at him and I said, why? <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> Like, you need to review more footage, mate. <laughs> you might be recording it, but you're not learning anything from it. <laughs> then I would have just so, dropped a 20 kilo dumbbell on tempted, his phone. <laughs> I was tempted to kick his phone again. <laughs> so all those folks that are out there in the gyms and they're getting the shits about people walking through their, their scene and all that sort of stuff. If, if you don't, if you want to go to a public gym and record yourself, don't expect everybody else to get out of your road mm. for your one minute clip. I've if you want to do that shit... Buy a tower, buy some plates, train at home. Mate, you can set up a whole heap of cameras, buy a dozen GoPros and put them all around the room <laughs> if it's that important to you. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Wear one on your fucking head for all I care. But if you're in a public gym, don't expect people to get out of, to, to, to get out of their mindset and out of their workout just to accommodate you. Come I've, on now. I've never actually stood in, into a gym. I've Have you not? I've never trained at home or like CrossFit gyms I've trained at, but not actual Gym gyms. Yeah, okay then. I've never I don't, trained I don't, at one. So I don't know the etiquette even. I'll probably go and do this all 10,000 things oh, with, look, the, let's with be honest. a towel, drag your towel around to each thing and all this crap. There's not that much etiquette in gyms. COVID probably changed the landscape a little bit and there's mm. a little bit more etiquette when it comes to wiping down your machines and your dumbbells and whatever it is you use. But that's just a bit of, you know, cleanliness. There's nothing wrong with that really. Especially for blokes like me who sweat like an absolute pig. I don't expect anyone to get on a bench after I'm done with it. That's gross. The best part about jiu-jitsu is when someone's got mount on you and they're sweating and then they're leaning over and then they're saying something and they just drip straight, straight in your in mouth. Straight in your mouth. It's the worst. It is the worst. My wife has made numerous comments over the years about jiu-jitsu and she's like, I don't know how you do it. It's just, it's gross. I cannot think of anything grosser than having someone just sweat all over you. I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, you know, as long as you're related. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. It only gets weird if you make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> 
or get hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main one. I'm, I really have to fight myself not to do that. Oh, I love doing it though. <laughs> I love doing it. <laughs> Is that, a, is that the remote for the timer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or breathing heavy in their ear. When you got full mount, or you, you got a rear naked. Just <sighs> you smell nice. <laughs> is that Calvin Klein? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, the, the gym work is is taking its toll at the moment, but that's all right. The older you get, so it's, it's the whole use it or lose it, isn't it? That's right, hundred percent. If you don't in I've, you've seen it through the years. You, person around forty, your mates, most of my mates around forty, starting to um, grow outwards. Oh yeah, everything slows down. And once it slows down, then oh, well, I can't do that. You know, I've got this bad back problem, and I've yep. got this and that. Yeah, we've all we've both got bad backs. Yeah, but yeah that's right. It's through mine was through being a dickhead in the gym. And so was gym. mine. So was mine. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Deadlifting after doing too many squats and mm. ping. Disc damage, that's yep. all it takes. Trying to PB a bloody but yeah. snatch. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly uh, clean right. Joke. <laughs> but anyone that's out there and you, you either haven't been to a gym before or you're not doing any exercise, it's just one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Give it a whirl, especially us middle-aged blokes and that sort of thing. It's good for your, it's good for your headspace too. Main one is don't bro science it. Don't guess, don't turn up to the gym guessing what you're going to do nah. like we did today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, Write it down, but. You right, could, have have an idea of what you're gonna, your aim is for the day. Yeah, walk in. Um, you know, you're, you're training back or whatever legs that day. Just and have you always like to go if you're pushing, then pull. Yep, like one push, one pull, and then it always works better like that. I was lucky enough to do some some work with a, a really good trainer over in WA, and she used to do a bit of work with the Western Force and the Perth Wildcats. So yep. she was she was pretty sharp, and she said something that made a lot of sense. She said, figure figure out where you want to go, or what you want to achieve. And work back from there. Yeah. So in six months' time, if you want to be at X, well, then work back from X to where you are and that's where you start. Yeah. You know, and just just little bits, little bits. There's no point in busting your gut that first week, making yourself so sore you can't mm. walk or you're not enjoying or you're in pain because you won't go back the next week. Because guess what? That first day when you go to training, you're not going to get sore. No. Next day and the day after is when hell breaks loose. Oh, you can't even mate, sit on a fucking toilet. It's the worst. You can't. You can't. You can't do nothing. I've been struggling this last couple of days. Ego, Pushing a wheelbarrow hurts. <laughs> Ego in a gym can fucking kill oh, you. That's the worst. <laughs> We've all been guilty of it. We've all been guilty of it. You know, but you just you can't. You can't swing a shovel. You can't swing a. Swing your axe, you, oh, it's just debilitating. It's just so hard to get back into it. Those bloody Lulu Lemons will make your ego grow. Yeah, 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 100%. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Hey, spe- speaking of swinging, <laughs> speaking of swinging axes, I've got a fact, a fact, of, the, fact of the week for you. It's, right. And it revolves around axes. So way back in the, oh, I've forgotten the date now, but axes I'm, I'm going to call, call it the 60s. I think it was the 60s, late 60s. A young Mr. T joined the American B. military. B.A. B.A., B.A., the man himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was in the military. I didn't even know he was in the military. Do you know that? He was in the well, army. He pitied the fool. He pitied that fool. <laughs> and, and well, I pity the fool. They're fucked with him when he was in the army. So, apparently, he on this particular day, and I saw a photo of the, the outcome. Um, his, his sergeant or whoever his senior was uh, got the shits in him for some reason, which I can't even remember what it was. And um, as punishment, he sent him to one side of the barracks where they where they were training and working and living and all that sort of stuff. Gave Mister T an axe and said, "In cut down cut down trees until I come back." 
there's a big stand of trees towards the back of the, the barracks area. And he pissed off. Well, anyway, four hours later, a major, a senior major on the barracks has walked past and Mr. T's dropped 74 trees in four fucking hours. That's a tree every three minutes. Now, I saw a photo of what he left behind, right? And they weren't little trees. They were fucking big trees. And he dropped 73 of them. And then this this sergeant that sent him there to do it in the first place got his asshole ringed. Who had to clean that mess up? <laughs> The, the admiral or whoever it was that sent him to do it in the first place, he had to go over there with a heap of guys and clean the mess up because <laughs> Mr. T dropped 74 trees in Fucking four hours. It's a tree a minute. I will drink to Mr. <laughs> T. Yes. Cheers on that one. What a weapon. <sighs> in, the photo, in the photo that you can, you can look it up on the, on the Insta book, in, uh, in, internet, and it's, um, it's just these stumps. Just a, an acre of stumps <laughs> about a metre high. <laughs> and they're big trees. Yeah. They'd be a foot thick, most of them. I, ne- I need them down my house. I've got another house and I'm, it's got these fucking starlings in it. Oh, they're the worst, those bastards. It's a big they? gum tree. Is it? Yeah. And it's, oh, fucking 10 metres off a power line. So if it falls one way, it's going to hit the power line. Oh, yep. I was YouTubing how to cut a tree down. Oh, don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I'm sure in your in your in your um, uh, search on YouTube, you you found some <laughs> horror stories on trees getting dropped. There's some good ones in there, but there's these people that use wedges and all this shit. Yeah, I'm I like, know. Man, come on! I just want just know like I cut down banana trees every day, so I sort of got an idea on how stuff falls. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <But>, sort of. <laughs> so I know which way shit would fall if if you cut it at the right angle. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Cutting a scarf and then cut it from the back, whatever. But yep. You just need something to fuck up. Oh, I know. And the whole it's power daunting, line's gone. Eh? <laughs> yeah, and it's I'm just daunting. Like, oh, I walked down there, I had the chainsaw in my hand, I've looked up at it, and I'm like, what, just put it back in the you? <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you bitch out on it? Did you? <laughs> but it was probably best because the southerly breeze would blow it anyway because it was blowing the right. Oh, the, it's, yeah. it's like everything's perfect to blow it that way, but I just reckon – Something's going to fuck up oh, and it's, it's going to fall the wrong way. It's just a recipe for disaster, isn't it? <laughs> and you see those clips on the YouTube and the socials oh, yeah. and that of people dropping trees onto their cars, onto their houses. Hey, I don't know what happens, but my fucking – on my Instagram, every day I get 20 fucking fails on trees getting cut down. Really? <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Every morning I'm like, show me Miss Lou, this one. Check this one out. When I tell you what, though, when you see those those professional guys, especially over in Northern America and Canada yeah. and that sort of thing, and New Zealand too, because there's mm. some big forests over there where they still lop trees and that, and you watch them drop the tr- those big pines and that sort of stuff. It's an amazing sound when they fall in it. It just echoes. You can hear it just going through the valley for miles. <laughs> you know, these trees that are fucking two metres thick at the bottom. I'm saying that I fucking... Went down and cleared a heap of um, African tulips. They're probably the most dangerous tree to clear because they're like a spruce. So they grow really fast and they're really a light timber, like, yeah, okay. mat- like a matchstick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not like pine, but yep. probably not even as heavy as pine. Yeah, 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 right. And so you push them the wrong way, they'll snap and just come straight back through your cap. And they go wherever Kill they you. want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got to really watch what you do. So put your boom up really high and push against them. So I'm going to take the excavator down there. <laughs> what, my, yeah, that's the ticket. 20, that's how you get it done. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get it done. Anything's coming down then. My missus uh, follows this bloke on TikTok or something like that, and he's, he's from the States, and he's a, he's a good-looking human. Like if, if, if he was swinging an axe at me, I wouldn't be upset. <laughs> um, and, he, and he knocks these big... 
logs splits these big logs you know these with these big axe and they're, yeah. they're big logs but I they're think, all those I think I've seen that and there's, yeah. a, there's a chick has done like you know they, they do the parody where the, the duet sits on the side yeah, 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 and yeah. the big fat chick's and like she's going like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I mean I've got to be honest I was sitting there going ooh <laughs> I've never wanted to be a stump so much in my life um, and well you got one <laughs> yeah, that's right yeah and, he, and he's knocking them over and then there's this bloke from, I think he's from West Australia Big fat bloke he is with a big red beard and he's just like everybody's best mate. And he's got this big chunk of Australian hardwood in front of him and he's duetting it at the same time. And I'm not kidding you, mate. He hits this thing about a hundred times and doesn't even put a dent in it. Like a, and that's the difference between yeah. those American spruces timber. and pines yeah. and that sort of stuff. It's it's chalk and cheese. Yeah, you watch that um, alone when they chop yeah, yeah, trees yeah. down. And that, those trees are like spru- they're spruce. They're yeah, just, most of them are like spruce. Mat- matchstick. They, they really are. You can nearly cut them with a cane knife. Yeah. Like, they grow like, nice and straight, and I'm mm. sure they're a good timber to work with. Yeah. Like, I have no doubt they'd be nice and simple and easy to cut and all that sort of thing. But they're uh, hardwoods, our softwood. That's right. Pretty. I don't know if, how in America what sort of – they've got the redwood trees. They've got those redwoods, but I think yeah. a lot of them are protected. Yeah, they all are now. Yeah, that's right. I, mean, I went to San Francisco when I was a young fellow. I remember going to the redwood forest there. Yep. The fucking base of those trees. Monstrous, aren't they? Ten metres diameter yeah, around yeah. at the base. Yeah. Some of the oldest trees in the world, those things. Mm. You know what else is some of the oldest trees that we have here in far north Queensland is actually in the river. Yeah. You know those saltwater palms? Oh, yeah, yeah, They grow yeah. up and down. They actually date those all the way back to the Jurassic period. Fucking hell. They reckon they're as old as the dinosaurs, those trees. Fuck. And we're lucky in the Johnson River. We've got some good numbers of those trees mm. here. There's a few rivers, particularly the busier ones where there's more diesel and pollution and all that sort of stuff. They're usually the first ones to go. Yeah. But in the Johnson and heading south and through some of the river systems down there, there's good numbers of them. Yeah, I've seen um, up north. There's a there's a few up in those street, up those creeks up there as well. Well, up uh, Ironbark National Park up near Cohen, just north of Cohen, mm. there's a species up there that is endemic just to there. Yeah, and they reckon that's pretty much the oldest tree in Australia, the oldest yeah. species of tree in Australia, and they look prehistoric too. Didn't they say the dane tree is the oldest rainforest? Rainforest in the world. In the world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love the dane tree. Yeah. Fuck, it's a good spot. It's not a big forest. No, it's not. If a, you really look at it on the map, it's no, fucking nothing. But yeah. when you're in there, it's like, this thing's gone forever. Yep. But it doesn't. It's so <laughs> thick, though. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not one of those forests that you can just go and beat your own track. Go for a walk. You just can't. <laughs> you just can't. It is shoulder. It's just yeah. impenetrable. Mm. It's impenetrable. And that's why the pigs are in there so much. That's why Dave, David Attenborough is always in there. Oh, he did that friggin' special up there. Did you see that he with the, the cassowary? Spe- and he was fucking here at Eddie at- Bay. <laughs> he's at the Daintree and he's like, oh, he's fucking at. He just see, he, got, he just ate a chip off the beach from the fucking. Yeah, yeah, from one of the tourists. <laughs> Turn it up. But um, yeah, the, the timbers we have here, the hardwoods, boxwoods, all that sort of stuff, it just, they're like granite. Yeah. You know, most of the posts at Iron bark. Oh, you seen that it. when you try to cut it with a chainsaw yeah. at night time? It'll spark. The, the sparks come That's off right. your blade. Yeah. One, Most, one cut. <laughs> that's right. And one cut you, and you're up then, for a new chain. Yeah. yeah. Most of the strainers at my house, because we got, you know, we got the horses, obviously, and that sort of stuff. And all the strainers at my place are iron bark and, mm. and a mixture of. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you what, I, we're only got a 10-acre block, so there's not that many strainers, but I reckon I went through half a dozen chains. And the main th- best thing you do with those is you don't use change, you use the circular saw, so you take a generator. Yeah, that's right. It actually cuts them better. Yeah. Yeah, it gets through them better. <laughs> and I also found out from an older, wiser person than me, um, don't concrete them in either. 
Yep. Ram them in. Ram them in? Yeah, ram them in. Just put the, the earth back in and around them, especially in the wet areas like we have here. Yeah. So if you concrete them in, it holds the water. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's so, But if you if you just ram the earth back down around the sides, they'll actually um, just ebb and flow with the with the season. They'll yep. dry, they'll get wet, they'll dry, they'll get wet. I didn't know that and one. That sort of stuff. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know that either. And that was the, re- the reason I went with timber. Hardwood, like so many other farms around here, you see them. They've all mm. got hardwood posts, say, or yep. split logs and that sort of stuff because they'll actually last longer Yeah, up here. I've got – I did uh, my property not long ago and I did all just um, super gale pretty yep. much, ran the whole lot, but – You're elevated up here. Mm. You got a bit of height on your property, eh? And the water runs. As long as you cap them, that's right. Cap them so they don't fill up with water. Yeah, exactly. Or fill the buses with concrete, one or the other. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. No, it's 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 all fun and games, eh? Yeah. Farms, acreage, timber. (laughs) Oh, tell you what, still renovating me bloody house. Still getting there. Oh, mate. You know when you bite off more than you can chew. My mouth is so full. I'm like no a lady teeth. boy. I'm like a lady boy in Thailand at the moment. My mouth's that full. I don't know where to start or where to finish. I tell you what, mate. I'm I'm a bit dry at the moment, so I'm going to pause it and go and get a couple more beers because fucking yeah, do it. A couple more beers. That workout just killed us. <laughs> and we're back. We're back. How we're was bad. That? You I'm black. You're mad. <laughs> and walk away and just grab modern a beer technology. And come back. How's that? Modern technology. <laughs> mm. So. Grub of the week. You come up with one? Yeah. I, I what do you across, got? I came across a couple of these this morning. Yeah? Everyone's like, you know I'm going to support them. I'm going to fucking cyclists. <laughs> oh, 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 here we go. Here we go. You got me. I'm uh, in. I'm in. i tell you what. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying I used to be a pretty avid cyclist when I was younger and fitter and, and that sort of stuff. Like I used to rack up probably – Oh, anywhere between 100 and 150 k's a week on the bike, you know. Um, but bike lanes for bikes. Mm. There's, there's, there is no excuse in Australia. Don't get me wrong, country roads, but there's no bike lane. That's a different kettle of fish. But if you're around your metro areas and that sort of stuff, most of them have bike lanes. Or alternatively, if you look to the left of the bike lane a little bit, there's a curb, and then on the, the left of that curb, there's usually a fucking footpath. <laughs> With a bike lane. Now, bike <laughs> now, <laughs> oh, now these fucking mammals, middle-aged men in Lycra, that think they are fucking Lance Armstrong, you're not. You're fucking not. Old Lancey boy, he was gassed up to the eyeballs, used to pull 60Ks an hour down the fucking freeway, no drama at all, you pricks, doing your 22 kilometres an hour in your fucking high-vis gear, you deserve to get hit. Pretty much. Where'd you hit him? Oh, well, I was nearly going to Yellowstone it. <laughs> Were you? Taking the train station? Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Fuck us. They're, they're right, they ride straight past my farm. Because yep. what the, where I'm going to get it as, uh, you pick your roads. You're a cyclist. Absolutely. You know the roads. Most of them will drive their car or uh, drive their car with a bike on the back and then pick the road they're going to ride on with all their mates. Yeah. But they pick a fucking road that has no side. Yep. It's not a highway. I know, I know mate. Blind corners, yep. narrow roads. Preaching to the converted. And so three. Three or, wide. Three wide. Oh, yeah. This morning, yeah, no, yeah, three, yeah. three wide. One in the bike lane and two in your fucking lane. No, there's no, actually no lane. No, oh, on so they're all road. in your lane. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And so you're on a country road, three three wide, piss and rain, go to go around them on a hill, car comes out of the way, 
and then they had the audacity to turn around like fucking like we're here. Yep. So when I went past, I, I cut a little bit earlier than I should have. Yeah, but it's better than having a fucking prang at <laughs> 60, 80 kilometres an hour, isn't it? Oh, it's and, just. But, and then I went down the window and I said, just yell out, fuckheads. But I knew I'm going to pull up in another K or two and they have to ride past while I'm standing there. Oh, it's the best. That's the fucking best it part. It is. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. they ride past, I just stood on the side of the road just fucking staring at them and none of them would even look at me. They just had their head down because they knew the car. The car was parked right there. Yep. And they just had the head down. There was no morning or anything like that. It was just head down and just keep fucking riding. I'm like, that's right, cunt. I know. It's just the height <laughs> of rudeness though. Like it honestly is. It just – and if you want to have a chat to your mates while you're riding a bike – Put a hands free in and chat through your phone. <laughs> they do have those holders you can put Like it honestly phone. doesn't matter. It's mm. just the absolute height of arrogance to think that a bike, like, oh, I get it. They got as much right to the road and they fucking don't. Blah, but that, they don't. They fucking don't, John. If they're doing 60, if <laughs> they're they doing 60, no drama at all. <laughs> if there's a car, if there's a push, push bike rider in front of me and he's hooking and he's pulling 60, even if he's pulling 50, I'll cut him some slack on the other 10 kilometres an hour because, bravo, you're pushing, bud. Well done. You're you're doing real well. But if you're pulling 22 kilometres an hour in a 60 zone, you deserve to get hit. The other thing is, have you ever noticed a person who does it like professionally ride on these roads? No, never. No, because they're not a fuckwit. No, that's exactly right. They'll ride on the roads that they need to ride on because That's they're exactly the ones it. that they know that they need. I need to ride at fucking yep. 60 k's an hour for 200 k's. That's so exactly I'm going to do right. the fucking highway. I know. <laughs> it just, oh, it just, it is infuriating. I drove up to Cairns maybe well, a few months back and there was some sort of charity ride from, oh, I don't know where it was going. I think Townsville up to Cairns or something like that. And there was three groups of about 60 in each group with a car in front. And a car behind. And you know between here and Cairns, there's probably not a huge amount of overtaking no. spots. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's probably a little bit limited, particularly when one group's doing 20 kilometres an hour. <laughs> and they were just taking up the whole friggin' lane. And I'm not kidding you, there would have been, I reckon, conservatively 50, 60 vehicles lined up behind us and another 10 in front of us. So how you think all, all waiting all to get past. Gonna overtake. That's exactly right. And then there's that just that level of, angst and anger that builds the longer you're stuck behind them. <laughs> like, if you're only stuck behind them for a minute or two, it's not a big drama. If you're stuck behind the fuckers for 12 minutes, oh, the blood pressure's going up in it. Now your face is starting to change colour. You're gripping the rear wheel a little bit harder. You're going to surge in the vehicle back and forward looking for a spot to go around. You've already you figured know, out which one you're going to take out. You've already eyeballed one that eyeballed you. You know what I mean? Like we've all been there. We've all been there. So, I mean, that probably transitions for, from grub of the week to, you know, a real man. A real man doesn't ride in the middle of the fucking road on a push bike. That's right. A real man rides in the bike lane or drives a Toyota, one or the other. <laughs> I, I put a thing up years ago of me. Um, there's a picture of a young fella and he's with a gun. Yeah. And his dad's hovering over the top of him, like showing him how to shoot. And the bubble above it says, all right, son, if you catch me wearing Lycra, <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> 
That's right. That's why out the it, to be honest. That's why out the reef. I won't even wear a fucking stinger suit because it's too close to lycra. <laughs> I'll wear my two mil instead just so I can say it's a wetsuit and I'm not Jump a out mammal. Sweat and all yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Forty degree day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. I'll still wear a wetty uh, as long as I don't get associated with them. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, grub of the week, grub of the we- grub of the year. Yeah. You know, if you're one of those blokes and you're getting abused, what do you expect? It's funny, but I listened to the Butsman podcast. Oh, I haven't heard uh, that one. That's the Butterfield, Isaac Butterfield, the comedian, Australian yeah. comedian. Yeah. And um, he's got a, a sticker that says "fuck cyclists" on the. You can put on. Where do you get that? Car. Yeah. <laughs> get get one each. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the Alpha Blokes, they also talk about cyclists and stuff. So it just seems like every podcast that have real people on it. Tend yeah, to absolutely. Get pissed off by cyclists. Absolutely, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And I know the cyclists. Though you, you're out there and you're trying to, you'll try and use that excuse that oh, I can't ride too close, like too far in the left of the bike lane because that's where all the debris and the glass gets thrown <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck right off. You know what I mean? If your tires are that skinny that they're getting popped on a road, go and get a mountain bike. I seen, did see a funny one. On the way to South Johnson from Wangan, so there's a little two little suburbs of Innisfale where we live, and there's a railway line that sort of cuts across. At yeah, an I know angle. what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've yep. actually got a sign up now for cyclists to actually like pop a mono when they go across it because oh. the day I went past there and this lady, I watched her front wheel get caught in it and straight over the handlebars. Eight shit. shit, and I just drove round her. <laughs> I just yelled out the window, you're right, love, as I went past it. The car behind me pulled up. I knew they would. Yep. I'll tell you what stopped me riding. Here, here you go. This, this, I guess this is grub of the week too. You know what stopped me riding? I got hit by a car in Cairns. Yeah? Yeah. Riding home from riding home from work late one night, and I had lights on and, and high-vis. I'm, I'm not going to admit that I was wearing, you know, lycra. <laughs> but I had some high-vis lycra on and that sort of stuff. <laughs> My legs were shaved. It was the in thing back then. <laughs> Fuck up. Um <laughs> And this taxi driver, I was going through a roundabout and I had right away and I could see her coming and she just didn't pull up, <laughs> didn't pull. And I dead said I ended up on her bonnet and then she hit the brakes and I skidded off the bonnet and landed on the island in the middle of the road, just near Bunnings and Cairns <laughs> it was actually. In the middle, and I fuck it. And I was a lot bigger and fitter than I am right now. And I sprung up out of this garden bed and I stormed back towards the driver. So I was fucking livid. Like I was about to drag somebody out of the car, eh? And it was this little old lady. She would have been like 60, Oregon, around 60, somewhere around that age. And tiny little frail thing. And she saw me coming and the waterworks had already started. She was already crying. And I'm so sorry, love. I'm so sorry. And I stopped and glared at her for a second. And I just fucking said... What were you fucking going? (laughs) Give me your fucking kitties. (laughs) I walked over and picked my bush bike back up and fucking rode off down the road fuming. And that was about it, eh? I woke up the next morning pretty sore. I woke up pretty sore the next day. And I kind of thought, fuck. You know, and again, that's and I was riding in the bike lane. Yep. You know, if if you're riding in the middle of the fucking lane (laughs) and you get hit, well, stiff shit. (laughs) Look, honestly. On the side of the road. I was on the side of the road. I couldn't have been anymore on the side of the road. (laughs) I got. Uh, I used to ride because I used to live in a, a little suburb called Belvedere, and, and riding a town's only like a two k ride yeah. as a kid to go to school along the highway. But you had to ride on the highway, so riding along the highway, and then um, this little offshoot road near as you get to town, 
comes off and I was just riding and I knew I had right away and this car must have thought like he's on a bike, he's got to give way to me. Yeah. So I just kept riding and she just cleaned me up Yeah, I know. onto the road. Yeah. And then only good thing is then she picked me up and took me to school. <laughs> I didn't have to ride all the way to school. <laughs> but see, that's the thing a lot of these cyclists have got to realise. You know, 99.9% of people are going to wait. They're going to give way. They're going to go around them. But there's going to be that point one of a percent that won't. Yeah. And I tell you from experience, car versus pushy, <laughs> pushy loses every fucking time. Every fucking time. So is it a gamble you want to take? From a common sense perspective, yeah. do you know? Is that, it a gamble you want to take? What's the rule? Was it one point five? One point five. Yeah. Yeah. So this old fuckwit that lives in this town <laughs> has put. Here's another fuckwit of the week. Here has you go. Put a sign on the back of his boat, a uh, boat, bike. To say 1.5 metre. Have you seen that fuckwit? No, I haven't. So it's a big yellow sign. So I'll be sure get, to hit him next time. I do but that. if he gets a headwind, he's fucked. He can't go. Yeah, <laughs> it's like true. a big sail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But get this. This fellow's done, went to town, done all that. Make sure, like, stay 1.5 metres. He's got, like, the picture of him on his bike in a car. So make sure you stay 1.5 metres. But I pulled up at the lights, like, this was a year or two ago. I pulled up at the lights. That fuckwit rode straight through a red light. Yeah, I know. I know. And I'm just like, that was my perfect opportunity just to you clean that cunt You could have got him. And no one would have held you accountable. And I beat the horn and he's like waving like, hey, like I got right away sort of thing. I'm like, you don't have right away, cunt. But in this day and age though, how much of our grubs of the week, boat, just fucking drongos, comes back to common sense. <laughs> Darwin. It's Darwin's Darwinism, more. I know. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I don't and the, the shit part is as humans, we're intelligent. We've we've kind of eliminated Darwinism. Yeah. And that's shit. Because yeah. I don't think it's making us a stronger species. No. I fuck. think it's making us weaker. Every really, year, really I every know. kid that gets born every year is getting weaker. I know. It's just you look at those those humans that existed back in the eighteen hundreds. You know those explorers and the wild west and that sort of stuff. Australia when it was first discovered, and the, the Aboriginals going way back, mate. How hard? Tougher species of human, <laughs> different species of human to what we are, eh? And the next generation, it, tip out there for the next generation. Harden the fuck up. Yeah. Honest to God, don't be so fragile. And I, I think I try to t- take that into my work and I seem like a bit of a, a, a cunt at work. It's hard these days. But if someone fucks up, I'm going to tell them, eh? Yeah, I know. The people <laughs> get – people. the PC brigade have made everything so oh, – everyone's so fragile now, aren't they? But the, the thing with my work is if you are doing a job, good job, or just the job that we asked you to do, you are n- – We'll, you won't hear from us. But this is the thing. Here's the thing, right? So th- this generation and this, this – I won't even say the generation. This age that we live in is an age of constant gratification, mm. whether it's social media, whether it's everyone wants to be told they're a participation superstar. Everything award. See, participation award. Oh, I hate participation. Oh. Oh. No, you should fucking lose. You should lose because if you lose, you appreciate what it is to train and yeah. get better and win. So fuck you and your appreciation awards. Anyway, that's another story altogether. Um but it's this constant self-gratification that everyone fucking needs these days. Mm. And it's just, it's, it's fucking us. It's really fucking oh. us. If you've got a job, if you work in a place, your thanks is your fucking pay packet at the end of a week. End of story. Yep. If you go above and beyond and you do an outstanding job for your employer or yourself, if you're self-employed and that sort of stuff, and you're growing your business or their business and you're making real positive 
over and above contributions, okay, well, then maybe you should receive either A, a bit more in your pay packet, or B, a pat on the back at the end of the week. Mm. Cool, no drama. But if you're just rocking up, doing enough to keep your job, don't expect someone to pat you on the fucking, fucking back for back. it. Not at all. Honestly. <laughs> you get you get a grand in your fucking bank at the end of the week or whatever it is, whatever you get paid. Happy days. End of story. Big time. You know, it just, oh, it just fuck it rubs me the wrong way. Uh, I've I've thought over the years how many signs I could hang up in my shed, like <laughs> stuff like like just like stuff just to say like um, you're actually here working for us, we're not working for you, <laughs> yeah. sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke goes half an hour. <laughs> Not three hours. <laughs> <laughs> and just have like, us this following us a skeleton hanging in the corner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. It's I've set my oldest boy's twenty one. He's doing an apprenticeship and he's doing very well. So Taji, good on you, mate. Um, but uh, I've said to him numerous times over the years as he's growing up, it's just effort and initiative. Yep. If you've got a bit of effort and you show a bit of initiative, you'll never be unemployed ever. You'll always have a fucking job. Another one, I, I was telling my young fellow all the time, like, mate, if you want to work and actually when you're there want to work, you will always have a job. That's right. That's and right. I, another one is as a as a boss, I want, like, bosses see everything. He's, like, yeah. employees don't really, they, they think, oh, you got good away with this. Like, yeah. no, we see fucking everything, mate. So. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, if you get get up that one minute earlier, to get to wherever you need to work and just work that one minute a bit later than everyone else, you will fucking stand out like you've done 20 right. hours more in that week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will yeah. stand – like it's only two minutes a day you actually have to do something. Yeah. And you just stand out like dog's balls. Yeah. But again, <laughs> it's that age of entitlement, mm. isn't it, where everyone thinks they should be getting a brain surgeon's fucking wage for a 20-hour week in a retail shop. <laughs> it doesn't work <laughs> like that. You know, I've I've got friends that own own restaurants and and uh, like night spots and that up in in uh, Cairns and that sort of stuff, and they're interviewing people and then telling them what the wage is, and people are you know haven't even worked a shift. Mm. Oh, I'll, I'll do it for ten bucks more an hour. <laughs> you fucking what? <laughs> like are you kidding me? Hey. You know, you like as a good if you if you're working in a bar and you're a good bartender, you might put out two thousand two and a half thousand dollars worth of worth of piss a night. For, mm. for an average kind of a bartender. If you're a great bartender, you'll put out $5,000 a night. I'll tell you what, if you're putting out $5,000 a night, you can expect to get paid more. You yeah. will. Yeah. Because your employer will keep with you. bananas. You can, look, we got our workers and you see the ones that pump it out, they actually, actually get paid a bit more or get a bit more it's, of a bonus at the end of the year. And so they should. Yeah. You know, you, if you're a good staff member, if you're a good employee, you'll get looked after. Mm. That's just the way the world works. It's the way the world has always worked. <laughs> but if you're thinking that you're going to get looked after and, and a pat on the back and that's like for showing up, nah, no. nah. That's just a fucking participation award, that is. And if the boss is doing that, um, you might have to look for a new job soon because they're going to go fucking broke. Yeah, they will. That's exactly right. <laughs> There's plenty of that going on at the moment, isn't there? <laughs> but anyway, 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 anyway. All right, we'll get a bit more happier along the lines of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of talking down to every cunt, telling you're all a bunch of shit cunts. And no, you're not shit no, cunts. Are. We love yous. <laughs> we love yous. You drive us up the fucking wall, but we love yous. <laughs> you know? well, I think we should take all these shit cunts that don't want to work, put them in the military. Yeah. Chuck them in the fucking army. Two years, like Israel does. If you don't want to work, go in the fucking military. Hey, what do you call someone um, 
that's autistic in the military. What? Special forces. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said artistic. <laughs> no, not artistic. Michelangelo forces. <laughs> <laughs> autistic. Sorry, bro, it was the accent. <laughs> so I thought uh, like the real man segment, we can, we, it's got some balls. Yeah. So we might keep the ball rolling on that one. All right. What do you got? So this week's. All right, I'm fucking nearly need glasses. Can I borrow your glasses? No, we had a bit, you know what it is. You know what it is. You've worked all day. I've had fuck all sleep. We just did a workout. Now we've had two beers and a shot and we're half cut. <laughs> That's what it fucking is. No food in my belly. Yeah, no food in your guts. I'm the same. All right. So a real man will tell his mate to keep his wife breastfeeding so he can get enough sleep for work. Ooh. A brave man, a brave man, a real man, <laughs> Tell but a brave keep, man. Keep breastfeeding. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleep for work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I, I tell a, all my mates that. Do you? When they have a kid, it's like, mate, don't fucking bottle feed. No, and they sleep like, better. Why? Um, because otherwise, you have to fucking get up in the middle of the night and feed mm. that kid. Yeah. <laughs> a real man, a real man. This <laughs> is speaking from experience today. A real man will get two hours sleep at the tail end of a night shift and then listen to his missus whinge and whine because she only got six. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you, here's another one. I'll tell you why I fucking only got two hours sleep. The little boys have been a bit crook, so we kept them home from school because if you send your kids to a school with a sneeze these days, it's like they've got AIDS or something like that. Jesus Christ. That's how kids build immunity, by going to school with other sick kids. So anyway, we kept them home and did the right thing. And I'd only been in bed for about two hours and go to bed till about 8 o'clock this morning and 10 o'clock they're yelling and screaming. I got up and roused on them and went back to sleep and I couldn't get back to sleep. So I've only had about two hours sleep. But this afternoon I was – getting ready to come up here and do a bit of a workout. And I bought a fucking Red Bull um, the other day. And I never drink the, the energy drinks, but I needed something to get through the workouts. And fucking half me Red Bull was gone. The can was open and that sort of thing. And I, and I said to the missus, I said, do you drink my Red Bull? She's like, oh, no, I wouldn't touch that shit. And I looked at these two kids and they wouldn't make eye contact with me. Eh? And I said, which one of you's open this Red Bull? Oh, um, oh, um. I said, don't make me check the cameras. Side note, if anyone at home, anyone at home, okay, here's a, here's a kicker, right? We've told our kids that we have CCTV cameras hidden throughout the fucking house, right? <laughs> we've gotten, I'm not even joking, we've gotten about two and a half years out of this gag, right? And my missus will pick up her phone and pretend like she's reviewing footage and that's sort the of thing. And these kids will fess up to anything if they've done something wrong. Oh, okay, it was me, Dad. It was me. I did it. <laughs> That could be part of the real man segment. Real man tells his kids that he's got CCTV cameras in the house. It has worked a treat. So anyone out there that's listening, if you're having dramas with your kids, <laughs> even if you just buy some bullshit cameras, some domes yeah. and stick them on the roof, I'll tell you what, it's one of the best things we ever fucking did. But anyway, yeah, they fessed up and they got stuck in the Red Bull. So it's no wonder I only got two hours sleep. They were off chops. And then it got to about four o'clock this afternoon and they both just hit a wall. You should have seen them on the Crying. couch. Just buckled, just <laughs> <laughs> itching and scratching like little crackheads. Little so, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But a real man won't win you about two hours sleep. He'll just fucking suck it up and get on with it. That's right. That's the fucking ticket. I'll tell you what else a real man will do. <laughs> and I guarantee you've done this and there's plenty of us out there that have done it. A real man will persist 
putting a nut on a bolt mm. when you can only get about one twenty-fifth of a turn, turn. each time. <laughs> Hey, hey, <laughs> and I reckon I've done a whole six pack of piss doing up one, one nut on a bolt that you can only just get to and your hands all backwards and upside down and you're just getting like two mil of a turn each time. And the whole time you're saying oh. it is like a real man is a mechanic. A real man is a mechanic. Because no. fuck that job. Oh, mate. <laughs> but a real man... Out of stu- sheer stubbornness, won't pay a fucking mechanic to do that job. <laughs> I'll spend two hours doing that myself. Otherwise, a real man would go and buy them. You know the the, the spinners that have the ratchet. I've on got the those too. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> yeah, they're good. <laughs> but I had one the other day. I was servicing the car, and this fucking exhaust nut had come loose on the on the manifold. And I tell you what, oh my god, took three beers. Three beers. Had to have a few stops along the way. Changed hands about a fucking two dozen times to get this one nut done up. I'm not kidding you. I reckon I was getting, I was getting a tenth of a turn each time. Sounds like me when I'm blind drunk. Got to change hands to get my nut. <laughs> that's why I don't. That's why I don't have a wank when I'm drunk. Just turns into a sport then. <laughs> Just, <laughs> you wake up in the morning oh, like, yeah. there was skin on that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and your fucking arm's sore. <laughs> it's like, you just wrung its neck for a half an hour. And the thing is, is like, I do not remember any of this. No, no, none of it. Don't remember any of it. <laughs> but your missus is shooting your evil looks the All whole right. night. We'll, we'll move away from the, these segments. I'll come back to it. But there's another mad cunt story from, I won't name names, but these... Tully followers. Yeah, okay. Um, these are like this is a story from like twenty years ago as well. These two Tully followers come went out on the night in the town, went back to their house, and they were fucking like all rowdy from not getting a root, and they're like, "I'm always like, let's chuck a fucking porno on." <laughs> so they chucked a porno on, and and um, no, what happened was one got back and was watching the porno. Stripped off naked, fucking having to flog over the porno. And his mate come back an hour later and sort of was that blind drunk. He just stumbled into bed and fell on the same bed as his mate that's having a wank that fell asleep with his cock in his hand. <laughs> so then the next morning the mother walks into the room and his old mate with his cock in his hand, his old mate's naked beside him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true mate. That's a good mate right there. A good mate would have finished him off. <laughs> but there's just like mum's just walking in like, what the hell's going on oh. here? Me boy's gay. Uh, okay, I've got a great one for you. And this was oh, when I was living in WA, I made mates over there and that sort of stuff. And uh, it's a Chinese mate of mine. We're going to call him Jackie. All right, Jackie. All right. He was a bit of a legend. Real, real Aussie born and that sort of stuff and, and, a, and a rat bag. And his missus. And him love the party pills. They used to go out and get on it and that sort of thing in Northbridge, which is like the party area of Perth and that sort of thing. Anyway, one night she, he'd had enough and he wanted to go home, but his missus was still partying and wanted to stay out. So he's left this club and on the way to the taxi rank to go back to her mum's house where they were living, right, <laughs> he walked past the sex shop. So he's going, oh, fuck, I'm just going, quick look, quick look, what could it hurt? You know what I mean? Anyway, five minutes and $600 later, he's bought two Pornos and this vibrating ass pussy, right? <laughs> Complete with batteries, ready to fucking go. So he jumped in a cab, cab with this bag and, and, and off he's gone. He's gone home. Anyway, he's, he's 
walked in, pissed and off his guts. He, he was a mess. He was a shit show, right? <laughs> Instead of going to their end of the house, because their old lady was pretty wealthy and that sort of thing, Jackie's just gone to the nearest lounge room with this great big flat screen TV and all that sort of stuff. You know, he's <laughs> whacked the DVD and the DVD player and he's grabbed himself a beer out of the fridge and um, sat down on the couch, chucked some batteries in this vibrating ass <laughs> pussy and cranked it on. It's sitting there on the couch next to him going, <laughs> like this. And he's turned this fucking porno on. Anyway, one or two minutes later, he's got his dick out and he's, you know, semi-hard and he passed out <laughs> on the couch, passed out. <laughs> so her mum is laying in bed listening to, I, 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 wondering if, his, if her daughter's getting annihilated on the couch inside. And eventually it got the better of her and she's had to go out to say, you know, you two, fuck, knock it off. <laughs> she's walked out and there he is, spread eagle on the couch, dick in his hand, a beer in the other hand, and this, 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 vibrating. This, this vibrating thing on the couch next to him going, obviously it was too much for her. She just turned around and fucked off. She went back to bed and went, oh, Jesus, I'm not dealing with this. Half an hour later, Jackie's missus has come home, right? He's still on the couch, dick in his hand, beer in the other hand, and this thing on the couch had slowed down. The battery was running out, so it was only going, and there's still the porno on the screen. So she's belted him and upped him. Upped him, just screaming at him, going off her fucking dial at him and that sort of stuff. He had no idea what was going on. Like, he was off his guts and blind. And he, he didn't know where he was at to add insult to injury. Her mum has come back out, heard the yelling and screaming. Her mum has sided with him and she's going, you leave him alone. It's a perfectly natural thing to do. He's a young man and he's sitting there on the couch with a cushion over his dick, <laughs> his pants around his ankles, a spilt beer in his lap and this thing going... <laughs> While his missus and her mum had an argument about him having a toss on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they moved out the next day. He got an apartment in the city. They had to move. He was like, oh, I couldn't look at her ever again, ever again. Oh, so Jackie, you know who you are, and if you ever hear this, but I hope you're well. I hope you're well because I've dined out on that story for fucking years. I really have. Oh, it was one of the best. Oh, so you've got a good wank story out there www.thepubammo <laughs> at gmail. I don't want to make it weird, but the weirder the better. <laughs> yeah. Send it in. Send it in. Send it in. Oh, goodness. So I reckon next week we'll, we'll probably have a couple we can we can air. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll get a few in. I've got a few mates of mine on board and that sort of stuff. They should have had some shit in today. Boys, pick your fucking act up. Pick your act up. Mate. Come on, get Come your shit on. together. So we'll go back to the real man. Yeah, segment. go. All right, go. We got a bit sidetracked. We did, there. didn't we? <laughs> so a real man will fart in his kid's cupboard and say, "That's monster deterrent." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna love that. I'm gonna die. Oh, I'm gonna use that one tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. This is a good one. A real man will name his dog Shark. And cause a commotion at the beach when he gets when it gets off the leash. Shark, get out of the fucking water! Shark, get out of the fucking water! Absolutely. Oh, who's that comedian? He's talking about he had a dog named Nigger. 
he, he his dog You're allowed he, to say and it. He lived in a, <laughs> and he lived in a and he lived in a mostly white neighbourhood. So whenever he lost his dog, he used to try and recruit his neighbours to help him find his dog. <laughs> and they'd be just walking around going, um, <laughs> here boy, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I'll find that and I'll put it on our Instagram. <laughs> Fuck, it's good. <laughs> what else you got? Go. Um, a real man will change his baby's nappies until they start eating solid food. <laughs> well, yeah. A real woman won't make him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one. A real man will make a fist and stick his thumb out at crutch height when shuffling past his mates in a busy restaurant, yeah, rubbing it on their backs. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> a real man will teabag a mate if they fall asleep, Has if to. they pass out. You have to. Oh, I've got You a, have to. I've got a little side story here. A mate had his um, 18th, mate's son had his 18th not long ago. And, you know, you always got that, well, they always got that one mate that just drinks too much and gets mad and passes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're all, like, worried about him and stuff. And I'm, I, I sat there and I'm like, are you cunts his real mates or what? And they're like, yeah, that's why we're looking at him. I'm like, real mates don't do that. Real mates draw a fucking cock on this cunt's Absolutely, absolutely. And they're like, oh, oh you should. And then, like, I had to, like, get the pen for him and pass it yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. Yeah, fucking nice. Did forehead. you have to show him how to draw the cock? <laughs> no, they were pretty good at that. Were they? They figured that out? God, this generation, you just don't know. They're like, but they had to copy an emoji off their phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did an eggplant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They did an eggplant. Oh, God. I tell you what. And another one, a real man. Will not take his fucking mate to an emergency department if he's blind, rotten, drunk. Nah. For those of you youngsters out there, and this is coming from someone that spent a bit of time working in the health service, don't take him to fucking hospital. R- ram some water down their throat. Let them spew their ring out. Sleep in their own spew. It's a rite of passage. Turn them on their side. Put them recovery sure position. Stay in the room. Fucking stay on their side. Honest Put them on their to God. Side. Don't come in and waste hospital resources because you can't handle your piss. That's right. Stay home and suck it up. Suck it up. A real man will suck it up. (laughs) Or off, one or the other. (laughs) A real man will, at a pub, cut out a nose-sized piece of beer coaster, stick it on his nose and yell out, Who fucking threw that? A (laughs) real... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> a real man in a pub will piss himself instead of going to the toilets. <laughs> there's actually a spot, there's a record and a sport involved with that. <laughs> Ever heard that one? No? Mate of mine, Trevor. I think we've spoken Trevor, about Trevor he's before. A he's a mad cunt. So Trevor and his mates had this this game, this competition that was going around for a long time to see how many times you could piss yourself in a pub before you got kicked out. <laughs> the record stands at 17. <laughs> Trevor's got the record. 17 times. And we can't a, name the pub in Cairns. We're not naming the pub. We're not naming the pub. And the bloke's Trevor name is, is Trevor. <laughs> Trevor Gordon. He's a plasterer from, from, from Gordonvale, all right? A good bloke, bit of a mischief prick, but he's a good bloke. 17 times. 
And incidentally, I, I was so the so the legend has it. So the legend has it. He even saved a life that day too, because <laughs> some some bloke had a seizure or something in in the pub, and Trevor sprung into action and recovery position and saved the bloke's life. You know, Is Trevor Didn't, a Kiwi? No. <laughs> No, just put him in the recovery position, made sure he didn't swallow his tongue, pissed on his back, and yeah, the Ambos rocked up, and that was the end of it. Like, yeah. Trevor, you done real well. He, Trevor did a stellar job that day. So the record sits at 17. If anyone's beaten that record, please send it in. I want to hear about it. Trevor would have smelled like a glamour when, by the end of the afternoon. Trevor was that maggot. He couldn't smell fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> so a real man won't use the dunnies in a toilet. Nah. Just piss right where he is, oh, at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A real man will draw a mud map on how to get there with a Kino pencil. Absolutely. Absolutely. They actually don't have Kino pencils anymore. You've got to ask don't for they? Really? I think when you go to the pubs now, because people use them that often and to take that many. That they Do you, actually... have a, you have a, a flutter? No, not really. No. Me neither. I'll have the old sports bet. I'll go through phases where I'll do a little bit of horsey betting and stuff like that, but fuck all. Yeah, like, no, me neither. Lose a couple hundred bucks a year or something to, to gambling. Yeah, right. My granddad was a bookie on my old lady's side <laughs> and that's why on the Gold gamble. Coast, and that's why I don't gamble. He was the one that always said, and the, he was a bookie back in the day before before the internet and all that sort of stuff. You know, I'm talking a while ago, and I'll never forget every every Sunday, you know what I mean? He'd, he'd be up at the crack of dawn, four in the morning, and, and our family, we all always said that we reckon he's got a photographic memory Yeah, because he'd read the form God once. Yeah. He'd just skim through it, and that was it. That's it. It was in it. concrete. He knew it. And he'd have the home phone and mobiles were just starting to come on the scene. Then, you know, he had one or two mobiles. Was, and, and as a young fella, you never really paid any attention to it. You know what I mean? But yeah. then but then, as you get older, you kind of go, hang on a second. Because every time we went down there, you know, he's retired and his it, my nana was retired and that sort of stuff. But every time we went down there, their garage was always full of fucking racks of clothes and shoes, brand new. Tags still on them and all that sort of stuff. And <laughs> as a young fella, it was awesome. We'd just walk in there and grab a whole heap of Quicksilver gear and Rip Curl gear and new Reeboks and all that. You never asked where it come from. It was all tick. It was on fucking <laughs> 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 It was all shifty. <laughs> We'd come back with a few pairs of stolen shoes every fucking time. Oh, God. As you get older, you switch on to these sort of things and you think to yourself, Ugh. so, yeah, no, I've never been one for the for the horses or the, the footy or yep. anything like that. I can waste my money myself. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a boat. I've got a boat and horses. That's what um, someone asked me, old boy, years ago. Mate, do you gamble? He goes, mate, I grow bananas, don't you I? You're too fucking right. <laughs> That's the biggest gambling <laughs> you can fucking That's exactly do. right. Old crop. <laughs> Farming's the biggest syndicate there is. Some win, some lose. <laughs> Just ask El Chapo. <laughs> uh, now, we'll step into the real, a real grub section. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, this one, I could nearly fucking go into kind of the week style stuff because I've had a few run-ins with this one. Yeah. A real grub will walk into a busy store where there's a line-up, usually hardware, butchers, or bar, and don't suss who's in the line. And when asked who's next, nods and pushes in. Ah, uh, yeah, that's annoying. Bunnings. It always happens at Bunnings. But there should be sort of a line at Bunnings. Oh, but again, it just comes back to common courtesy, yeah. doesn't it? Come on. The main one I get is locally is Cumic Steel. Oh, really? There's Because people, they make their shop front 
so open. So you people walk that... in from different directions. You don't know who's next or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I always yeah, I walk you. in and look at the cars and I think, well, he must be on that car. Like I do a bit fucking yeah. go right into it. All right. And I'm like, okay, yeah, well, he's he should be next. And they're all, all before me and stuff like that. And then, then you see this one cunt pull up and his car walks straight in and just try to zip past you. And it's just like, it's not happening on my fucking no, shift, I can't hear you. I hear you. Yep. The same sort, they're the same, well, they're not the same sort of grubs, but a similar type of grub will front up to a hospital when there's absolutely nothing fucking wrong with them. <laughs> and want to get and chase first. And chase a pharmaceutical hit. <laughs> oh, I've got back pain. Oh, my head hurts. I need some morphine. <laughs> no, you fucking don't, cunt. You don't need morphine at all. You need to fuck right off. That's what yeah. you need. There's another real grub for you. Who yeah. else you got? Who are, what other grubs you got? Uh, a never <laughs> a real grub never buys the first shout as they know it's the most expensive. Always is. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay, here's the thing though for you on shouting. If you've got a mate that's a non-drinker, does he have to shout? If he wants to jump in the shout line and be a part of it, I, I think as if he's a mate and non-drinker, he's only going to have one Coke. Just give the cunt, shout the cunt a fucking coat. That's what I reckon And too, the first eh? cunt's going to buy it and he's going to be out of pocket $2. Exactly. <laughs> and that's going to be where it stops. Yeah. If you're the, if you're the non-drinker, the sober driver. Especially would, if they're the sober driver. Oh, would you expect a fucking non-drinker to do a full shout? No. No. <laughs> right? Some blokes do though. Yeah. And I reckon that makes you a grub. If you've got a non-drinking mate with you yeah. and you're expecting him to buy everyone a round full of piss and that sort of stuff when he's not drinking, fuck off. Nah. You buy him his soft drink, you buy him a piece of pizza at the end of the night and he'll drive you home. Yeah. Because you know he's a cunt who's going to fucking drive you home. That's exactly right. Because you're not picking up because you're an ugly cunt. That's exactly right. You're a grub. You're a grub. You're all ugly cunts. You're not going to pick up shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be all, I've been with my missus now for over a decade. I'd be all at sea trying to, it's just a different game these days, eh? Well, you don't even have to pick up these days, do you? You just swipe right or left. (laughs) Which one do you do? Left or right? I don't know. Middle, up. Middle, up. Swipe Super it up. spreader. <laughs> <laughs> different ball game. Different well, ball game. So we'll go back to a real grub will also bring his missus into a group shout of blokes and expect shout for her with no return. <sighs> oh, it's along the same lines, isn't it? <sighs> you can't do it. Oh, you can't shout. shout. No. Unless she's all fucking. Unless she's gonna. Unless she's she's gonna dip in and part of the crew and 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 stick in. Then cool. All blokes want to be heroes and fucking shout some chicks piss all fucking night. Yeah, but but um, you're shouting your mates misses. There's nothing happening there, brother. Well, you wouldn't. Well, I mean, depends on how good a mate is. (laughs) 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 But that happens a lot. Yeah, it does. And they always want like. A super maca fracker for cappuccino. That's twenty. A super maca fracker for cappuccino. <laughs> Fuck! I've not had one of them. What's in one of oh, them, that's Taz? Beautiful. What's in it? Tell me <laughs> what's um, in it. I need to know. It's not unleaded as super. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Is it lactose free? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Gluten free? I know it's not free. The price of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Twenty five dollar drink. Jesus. And it's not a mocktail. Next time I go out, I'm going to have to fucking chase one of them up. <laughs> Does it come in a martini glass? That's a, was a um, Zoolander. Orange fracking macaracchinos <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> That's a good flick. I haven't seen that in a while. 
<laughs> Even the second one was good. No, no one, no one bagged it. Everyone bagged it out. Yeah, I know, but it's it's like that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know, Tropic Thunder, same thing. You either like it or you don't. Dumb and Dumber Two was fucking funny too. I thought it was, and especially the part at the start. <laughs> oh, jeez, <laughs> I'm trying to remember it now. Where he's in a wheelchair. Oh he's fuck been yeah! In a wheelchair for twenty years. Yeah, and then. Oh, mate walks up to him and says, so, are you, you going to talk? And he's like, he's going to talk. He's like, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> it, was a, it was a joke for oh, 20 years. Jim Carrey's the best. <laughs> he is so good. And I love the fact that now Jim Carrey will shit on Hollywood too. Like, yeah. he just doesn't care. He doesn't have to. I'm <laughs> no. like, you're a fucking legend. He's good done. on you. He's a good gun. <laughs> he's a real good gun. All right. A real grub will park 50-50 on the highway with a hazards on to enter his phone. And, and answer the phone and be- phone call because um, he doesn't know what Bluetooth is. Oh, I tell you what, it's funny you say this because on the way here, that that servo near my place, and there's some big prangs there. Oh, that's and that is one of the worst spots for prangs. Mm. I shit you not. There's there's two places where you can pull off the main drag off the highway into that servo: a hey. north entrance and a south entrance. And this fucking banana had pulled up in the middle of them with half his vehicle hanging out in the highway, hazards on, on the phone. He could have pulled into the fucking servo, <laughs> but no. No, 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 He decided to just pull over mm. on the side of the highway, 80 k's an hour. If you're driving through our area, there's a servo between Marillion and Innisfail. It's a United. Be careful driving past there because, fuck, there's been some <laughs> prangs there over the last couple of years. And it's an 80k an hour zone, so mm. don't be that grub. Don't be that grub. Don't be that fucking grub. <clears throat> And another real grub will park their car in front of their own business, taking up all the customer parks. I know. They do that it's a just lot no locally here. I know. I know. <laughs> Maybe they think it's advertising because they've got to have the logo on their vehicle just underneath the logo on their shop. <laughs> it's no good if you've got to drive past <laughs> the because there's no parks. There's no parking. That's exactly right. <laughs> Fucking right. hell. This one here is sort of... Sort of fucking pisses me off. I've got a few mates that actually do it. They'll answer their phone on speaker in their car and don't tell you. So I also like to fuck with these cunts because I know that they're doing it. So I start talking about their missus and shit and they're in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or start talking about like a girl they used to be with. You got to. Yep. Hey, I just bumped into your ex. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, oh, she actually seen you last week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you, you caught. She said she you caught up with her. You had a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> if it's if it's a mate's kids, I don't mind. But if it's the missus, oh, it's a free for all. <laughs> if it's a it's a free for all, <laughs> and you know those blokes that that have. I won't say something to hide, but that uh, they, they always go. Oh, hey, buddy, how you going? You on speakerphone? Missus in the car. <laughs> I. I my missus won't let me answer a phone in my car. When I'm Why? driving with her, she hates me talking to other people. Oh, yeah, my missus is the same. Yeah. My missus is the same. She's a, she's a big stickler for that, even on the hands-free. Yeah. She's like, no, don't do it. Yeah. Don't talk while you're driving, <laughs> which is, look, fair enough. I and I suppose. said, all right, I'll just fucking text them. <laughs> <laughs> I pick up the two-way. <laughs> hey, Blake, you on channel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so here's, here's another one. A real grub will bring their dog to um will bring their dog that's a cunt to other people's properties and oh, that have dogs. Don't get me started. 
Oh my god! Mostly tradies do it a lot when I, you're building a house or something, or building a <laughs> renovation, and they rock up with their fucking pit bull, and it's like, mate, I've got five here. Yep. So this is this is one that I, like I take great pride in, in having well behaved dogs. And my dogs are real well behaved. They don't blue, they don't scrap, but they're also hunting dogs. If yep. you're out there and you're offended by hunting, go fuck yourself. Yep. Um, you'll find most pig hunters that use dogs. You can fuck yourself with a vibrating pussy and a vibrating pussy. <laughs> Um, Most pig hunters that have dogs that are genuine pig hunters, you'll find that those dogs are probably some of the best behaved dogs you'll ever see in the country. Mm. A genuine pig hunter. Yeah. Because the last thing you want is to chuck your dog on the back of a ute with some other bloke's dogs and it turns into a massive scrap. (laughs) Because I'll tell you what, not many dogs blew better than pig dogs. No. They've been bred and trained. And they're fit. To, and they're fit. <laughs> like, but, you know, there's plenty of blokes out there with their tough guy dogs and they think their tough guy dogs are tough guy dogs and that sort of stuff. You come up against an old pig dog that's been swinging big boars for most of its life and those <laughs> fuckers know how to fight. They really do. So you want them to be well-behaved dogs. They're black belt dogs. They're black belt. They are. They are black belt dogs. That's exactly what they are. You know, so if you've got a dog and it's an asshole, oh, there's nothing worse. No. There's nothing worse. It's but just the thing is, it's it's your fault. It's an asshole, really. It is. Some are, so I, I've have had dogs over the years that have just got that switch in them. Oh, they do. They've always yeah, been like yeah, a rescue yeah. dog. They've never been a yeah. dog that I've raised from from birth. a pup. Yeah. yeah, it's always been like a rescue dog, and they've been treated like shit. And yeah, then they just sort of have that. that in and them, there's but. some dogs that have that. They've just got a genetic predisposition mm. to loving a scrap. <laughs> there's humans that are like that too. There's grubs that are like that as well. They just love a blue. Um, but he, he, yeah. So those those blokes with those dogs, you, oh, it's fucking annoying, eh? Big time. It really it's, is. I just think it's a lack of fucking just courtesy. It is. You're rocking up. You're like, and then I have to go and fucking tie all my dogs up and chase my dogs around because you've rocked up with your fucking yep. stupid dog in the back yep. of the fucking car. The greatest service, and I've, I've seen this written a few times, about dogs and horses, and the same can be extended to kids too. The greatest service you can do to your animal is make sure it's well-trained mm. because you never know where life's going to take you. You never know where life's going to take that dog. It may not be your dog forever. The circumstances change and you may not. You will always ensure that your dog, your horse, your kids, whatever – We'll always have a good home if they're well-trained. Yeah. Because people will want that animal. They yeah. will want that dog. They'll want that horse. They'll want that person around them because they're a pleasure to have around. So if you're out there, put the work in. So you're going to get rid of your kids. <laughs> oh, fuck. No one's going to take them. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Spend all my time training my dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll keep the dogs before I keep the kids. <laughs> the horses go first, then the kids, and then the dogs. All right. A real grub will ring you five times in five minutes and then when you get the chance to ring him back, doesn't answer, doesn't answer and the then phone. texts and says, wasn't important. <laughs> <laughs> I hate phone tag. It fucking annoys me. It really annoys me, you know what I mean? Like as you get older, you're just kind of like, oh, fucking answer the phone for fuck's sakes. And you know that they've got their phones on them. But I'm guilty of it too because there's oh. plenty of times where the phone rings and you look at it and you just think to yourself, oh, fuck, I just can't do this right now. I've got a, I've got a mate that's <sighs> got his phone joined to a watch. so Oh, he can't get away. He can't get away from it at all. And I, so when I ring him and he doesn't answer, I'm, I'm just like, I know you've seen and you just flick me off the screen. So I'll send him a text. Yep. You just flicked me off the screen. Can I see you? I'm just yeah, yeah, outside. Yeah. So I saw you, you look at your wrist, you, you fucker. So, so he was outside like freaking like, oh, fuck Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I did. I had so. Uh, you Shout know, out to Oscar Solaris. <laughs> <laughs> I had the best five. I didn't have a phone for about five years when we first met. I never had a phone. Yeah, it was the fucking best. Yeah, I used to take. Oh, it really would. We should go over that. Yeah, yeah. A real, <laughs> <laughs> a real grub won't own, won't own a phone, but expect his missus to be his secretary. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, if Kate grabbed my phone. And it says, um, Jai's wife, Amy, and the text we have sent each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, fucking nice. Yep. Oh, we're actually on a date here. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I forget that I, 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 every now and then I'll use her social media to, to post something or put it up. And I have to ask her, obviously, because it's hers. But there's been a few times where I've just thought, fuck it, I've got to post something. And I'll chuck it up and she gets furious at me. Eh? <laughs> no, don't you fucking. So, yeah, a real grub will post, post offensive shit from other people's wife. social medias. <laughs> All right, here's another one I just thought of. A real grub will have a shared Instagram with his wife. <laughs> oh. Would you though? Me? No. No, no, not definitely no. not. No, not a chance. My wife's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Must be she married you. <laughs> Jai, it's time to leave. <laughs> oh, I've got some more. Oh. All oh, right, here's, here's one along, nearly along the lines of the fucking bike cyclist, but these ones just a real grub will stay in the middle of the road on single lane rural roads, like oncoming traffic, <sighs> cars. You know when you've got to get off know, the side of the road? I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> You find that most of the time those people that will just sit in the middle of the road. And Victorian number plates. And Vic number plates. <laughs> and they're just not country folk. No. That's what it is. They have very Asian they're eyes. They're just not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Makes but it they, harder they for them to see out their peripheral. They're fluctuation. <laughs> fluctuation. <laughs> fluctuation. That's what I say when they drive past. Oh. Fluctuation. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, that's the people that don't know. If you're from the city and you go out in the country, it's a single lane road. Move the fuck over. I mean, if there's a ditch, don't drive into the ditch. That goes without fucking saying. But slow just down and get slow off. Slow down and just shift over and there's enough room. We can all make it work. <laughs> okay. This this is the last one that we spoke about the kind of the week. <laughs> so these people that stay um, driving the middle of the roads will then pull over and get their bike off the back of their Hyundai oh, and ride with their three mates three abreast on said same road. roads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Oh, it's just infuriating. <laughs> Absolutely infuriating. It really is. <laughs> you know, tractors, they're fine. No, any other, any other, it's funny how we'd accept any other form of vehicle on the road. Like around here, they're always haul out tractors on the road. There's well, fucking harvesters. Is a cunning everything. lycra, can you name a cunning lycra who's gone to a job? No. <sighs> no. No, that's right. They're going for fun. and They're, they're, they're out for rod. Out for yeah, rod. yeah, exactly. Unless you're Lance Armstrong. Oh, wait, I've got all hats off to anyone who's a triathlete or anything like that because most of the time they're doing it on their own. They're not fucking out chin wagging, talking shit with all their fuckwit mates on the No, side. that's right. Oh, you can tell. You can tell the type of people they are. You can tell by the speed they're going. You can tell by the speed that they're going. There's a certain intent in the way there's oh. there's people that ride to just hang out with their mates and then there's people that ride for fitness and you can tell the fucking difference. Yep. There's usually about 25 to 30 kilometres an hour in the difference. So I think this show should be called Fuck Cyclists. <laughs> Run Cyclists over. <laughs> if you've got any shit cyclist story, send them in. Because yeah. I tell you what, 
it's nothing grinds my gear. Normally I don't fire up to about too much, but cyclists, fuck, they're infuriating. Almost as – they piss me off almost as much as people at boat ramps. Yeah. Almost. Almost. Yeah. Well, mate, we're hour and 15 in. We're fucking deep. And a couple of beers and a few tequilas mm. and that Holy sort of smokes. stuff. And, and we're solid. And I've got to go to work now. <laughs> <laughs> should make for a good evening. Um, I should go and sponsor some meth addicts. <laughs> What's the uh, – don't worry, the government sponsors those pricks every fucking fortnight. Um, what's the weather doing? Shit house? I think it's shit house. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, we're, the wet season's finally caught us up here. Yeah, so it's, it's taken a while. I think maybe from here until August. Yeah. Yep. It's time to work on your boat. It is. Yeah, um, I've got to store do it. Like storing your boat. Have you got any tips on how to, how to store your boats? Oh, look, if you can put them under cover, obviously, that goes without saying. Yeah. You know, I'm, we're lucky enough to have big sheds and all that. Look, fuel stabiliser, I reckon, is a big one. Mm. If you're not going to drain your tanks, if you know it's going to be a few months between use, uses, top your tank up. And take put it, some stabiliser in it. Take it. Cowl off, tectol, most Tectol everything, mate. Tectol, inox, fucking Mako oil. Yeah. There's plenty of good brands around there and that you can use. The main one would be just to fucking get your trailer and just clean it as much as you can, yeah. gurney it back, and then cover that with tectol as well. Yeah, I'm actually doing that this year. I've got a bit to do on my boat this, this, this kind of off-season, I suppose we'd call it. I'm going to take the boat off for a couple of days Tectol, all the rollers. Um, Do your fucking bearings. Yeah, bearings. That's I actually did my one. bearings not long ago, so yeah. they're all done, but the brakes need doing. Your bearings need to be done brakes. once a year if they're I reckon they do water. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be done once a yeah. year. So give, yeah, give the trailer some love, eh? Because that's the, the one that's going to get you the boat ramp. A lot of people forget it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people forget it, but that's it's the one that's going to get you to the boat ramp. And that's the one that's going to cause you most troubles on a bad day. Oh, absolutely, mate. Is if it, your trailer goes to shit. That you could end up with a written off boat if mm. your trailer goes to shit. So put a bit of love in your trailer. But just the <clears> part <throat> about you can do your bearings at home, undercover, jacks, everything's yeah. there. Yeah, or easy. you can do it on the side of the high road, highway and never get hit with oh, fucking B doubles. If I mate, if I go travelling, I've actually got a spare hub mm. all done up, bearing in it, sitting there ready to go. Yeah. And I'll take the hub with me. And that Slip way if it does it go to shit, yeah, pull the pin out, take the nut off. Take the old hub off, new hub goes on. Forget about it. Some mm. of these um, axles now, you can actually unbolt the whole hub. Yeah, you can. And the whole swing arm. The whole so thing comes out. Unbolts. Just one big unit. But they're that? not hard. They're simple. It's not like you're dealing with, you know, um, what do you call it, uh, lockable hubs or anything nah. like that. There's no springs and pins and all that sort nah. of shit in there. It's, it's pretty straightforward. <clears throat> the hardest part is probably if you've got a braked trailer, they're a fucking noise. Yeah, they, that's what I'm having dramas with at the moment. taking the brakes off. Yeah, I've got to, to redo the, the brakes off. on mine, but I think I'm just going to fuck them off and just put new, new calipers, uh, new, yeah, new calipers. Why are you winking? <laughs> Most hey. people take their brakes off and don't put the guns back on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I, I, I will do the right thing and I will put them back on. But did you hear about um, that? Uh, a couple of years ago, the fucking fisheries uh, transport department went down to the boat ramp. Boat ramp and checked and everyone's checked trailers. checked everyone's trailers yeah. and pretty much put 90% of the fucking trailers There was a heap of stickers. Road. Heap of yellow stickers, man. Heaps and, of people got And I had a friend that got done and it had to be fixed before it left the ramp. But he oh, thought- bullshit. Yeah, so he thought, no, I'll tie my boat up in the river and I'll drive it back to his residence and fix it it there. And they pinged him. They pinged him. Again? Yep. Far out. True story. Yeah, for taking it. Yeah, right, okay. Now, my boat boat itself is actually going to get a fair bit of love. I'm redoing the flow coat. 
the flow coat needs redoing, which means it will get a respray. I think I'm going to do that EVA tread like yep. you've done on your boat as well, just to make it a little bit more comfortable and a bit more stainless. I want a nice gun rack on it to hold all the spear guns and a few other bits and pieces on there this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just check over the electrics, spray some contact cleaner. That's, That's probably another main thing people don't do is really look, check over their electrics. Yeah, have a good look at them. Especially if you've got non-tinned wire. Yeah. And you've just got bloody um, copper. Yeah. If you're doing it, use the tin wire. Tinned if you're wire doing anything, sure. use your tin wire. It's a little bit more expensive, but fuck, not that much. No. And solder everything too. Well, I've actually I bought these things called solder, uh, I think solder sticks. I don't know. They're like a... um. They're like a joiner, so if you want to join any wire, and then you heat them and they heat solder it automatically. And it solders it together. Yeah, mm, and good. It, but, but it also um, and it heats shrinks as well. Heat shrinks as yeah, well. Yeah, I've I've used them as well. It's still hard to go past some solder though. Eh? Yeah, it but is. I just what I do is I um, slide it up. Yeah, that's what I on, do too. So I join it together and yep. twirl it together. Yep, and slide it up and then put it back. So it's already twirled together that's as right. well. And then That's you slide right. it back over and then it's nice and tight. And then yeah, exactly. Give it a exactly. bit of heat and she's Bob's your uncle. And your engine, I find too, like my engine's pushing up around 400 hours now. It has not skipped a beat. Um, it goes magically. But I probably unload half a can of inox in it every mm. use. Yeah. Every time it's been out. And I'll, I'll even spray a bit of salt water, uh, a bit of fresh water under the cowl, take the cowling off. Not around where all the electrics are, but more at yep. the back of the block where your plugs and all that go, I'll dribble some fresh water over there to wash everything yeah. out and then usually half a can of some sort of water dispersant, WD-40, inox, fucking Mako oil, doesn't matter what it is, just coat it. Yeah. Coat think, it in um, that shit. Salty Captain has a salt wash Yeah, now, I've seen that salt stuff. salt wash one. Yep. And um, they reckon use that with warm water because oh, okay. it helps get rid of the more salt, takes the salt off as well Does a it? bit better. So yeah. Yeah, use a bit more warm water. Like get yep. it actually pretty hot, yeah, and then tip it on there, and then fucking hose it off, and yep. give it a spray. Then you got to you got to get if you if you've got a motor if you've got a, a single engine boat, love your engine, <laughs> love your engine. It's Look not like the car that. where you can just call the RACQ, get out and walk, call a <laughs> cab. If you're 50, 80, whatever nautical mile offshore, and your engine goes to shit, mm. it's 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 annoying. And service it, get it serviced service it. once, twice a year at least. Well, that's right. Every hundred hours, mm. depending on your usage, every hundred hours or once a year. Yeah, I find I'd probably rack up the hundred hours before the once a year. Yeah, um, buy your service kit, and even if things don't look, particularly your anodes too. Mm. Hey, if even if they don't look like they need changing, yeah, just change if you buy it. a kit and yeah. there's the anode there, change it. Change it. Yeah, just change it. Don't like, hold on to them. No. Guess what? Well, you're going to put that on the shelf. You're not going to find that. No, that's again. exactly right. <laughs> so just just change everything that's mm. that's needed to be changed. All your filters and change the seals. So like a lot of people, yeah, will change their filter and leave like the old seal the old on there. Seal it still looks alright. It's like there's one in the bag, mate. Yeah, that's right. That's what it's there for. <laughs> you know. So buy your kits. And to be honest, uh, I think with cars, you can probably go non-genuine. It's not such a big issue. Yeah. But outboards. Or, or in boards, whatever mm. it is that you're rocking, um, I'd go genuine. Yeah. Spend that extra – in swings around about 30%. It will, yeah. yeah, 40, 50 bucks for, mm. the, for the price of a service kit. Spend that – just that bit extra coin yeah. and use the genuine stuff. Might not, might not mean anything. Might not – it could work, could not work. Who knows? But it's that little bit of peace of mind when you're out on the water. It's made for it. It's designed for <laughs> Especially it. Especially taking family out. 
Yeah, yeah, that's right. And we and we we take the the kids out and that sort of stuff quite regularly. You just mm. want to know that you're going to get home. Yeah, that's all. It's one thing to be you know stuck out in a broken down boat with your mates when you have got esky full of piss and you can just drop the beak and <laughs> chuck a line over and wait for a, you know get on the radio and get someone to come get you. It's not such a big deal. But when you got the missus and the kids on the yeah. boat and, and, and all of a sudden you're in strife, yeah. The only bad part about it is when that esky runs out of piss and you're still out there. I know. When you start sobering up. Especially if you get horny too, I find. <laughs> um, it just it just changes the real dynamic, yeah, you like, know what I mean? Not in jail. <laughs> it's, it's dark. It's jail. You're full of piss. <laughs> There's some duct tape. <laughs> One thing leads to another. Anyway, we're going to leave it at that. If anyone wants to come out on my boat and you just give me a call, I've got the duct tape, the cable ties and an esky full of piss. And I'll put the dodgy engine back on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Good to see you. Love you a long time. Tuuru. See you guys. See you later. <laughs> Bye. All right. Thanks again. And if you want to send in any cool, um, what would we say, video or not videos, voice memos, anything like that, any like real man stories, real grub stories, any type of story, joke, send it into thepubmo at gmail.com. That's right. Thepubmo. M-O is spelled A-M-M-O. So send it in and uh, we'll get you might get a play, so just a voice memo. You get like your iPhone, search for voice memos, record it on there. If you fuck it up, have another go. If you fuck it up, have another go. You'll get good and um, we'll play your good shit. See you later. Thanks a lot. Tooroo. Oh, check us out on Instagram as well. Tooroo.